0: Music with the message here on KFUO Radio. I'm Gary Duncan. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment of faith. And as always for this segment, Pastor Doug Nicely is with me today from Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. Hi, Doug. Hi Gary, good to talk to you today. Good to talk to you today as well. And uh, all right, we're recording this on Wednesday, and it's going to be another uh, repeat of the last few Wednesdays, isn't it?
1: Yes, it's like uh, maybe maybe March will be different from February. Every Wednesday seems to be a day when we have ice and snow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And then it makes for an interesting Thursday. So
1: Yes, it does. Yeah. Yes, it does. I'm glad we recorded on Wednesday so we didn't have to worry about it. Yeah, me too. <laughs>
0: so what's on your mind to, to discuss well, with us?
1: Well, um, I'm going to talk about what uh, some have called the golden rule and what another book in the Bible calls the royal law, which is the same thing. So we're going to probe into that and find a hymn that has something to do with it. Okay, the golden rule. Okay. If I guess on rule. that, would
0: that be love thy neighbors like you love yourself?
1: Yeah, well, and according to Jesus, uh, and as you do to others, do so to them. Okay. But uh, in the New Testament, St. James, who was the brother of Jesus, calls it the royal law. Same thing. Okay. Uh, I would even venture to say that this royal law is what distinguishes the Christian faith from many other religious beliefs, actually because he he talks about uh, how important it is for us to love as we have been loved. We'll get to that later on. But Jesus wasn't finished with this teaching uh, with us about the royal law by just saying it. He also teaches uh, us in the heart of the Lord's Prayer, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. That sounds like the royal law, doesn't it? Right, it does. Yeah. Well, Martin Luther gives us a what-does-this-mean, as he always does in the Catechism, about Jesus' teaching, and uh, here is what we have. We pray in this petition that our Father in Heaven would not look at our sins or deny our prayer because of them. We are neither worthy of the things for which we pray, nor have we deserved them. But we ask that He would give them all to us by His grace. For we daily sin much and surely deserve nothing but punishment." So we, too, will sincerely forgive and gladly do good to those who sin against us. So there's, there's the royal law at the end of that. Um, we're invited to forgive the same way that we have been forgiven, and that's the idea behind it. God's forgiven us first, and uh, now we're supposed to go and forgive our brothers in the same way. One hymn that I found that expresses this acknowledgment of God's grace uh, even when it comes to dealing with our enemies, is titled, Oh, the Deep, Deep Love of Jesus. And uh, I was looking all around, and I and I couldn't find it, but I found one finally. Uh, this hymn is written by Samuel T. Francis, who lived in the late 19th century. Samuel was a London businessman who traveled across the ocean many times. He compares the vastness of the ocean to the vastness of God's love. You can hear him reflecting on his travels in the lyrics. Oh, the deep, deep love of Jesus, best, unmeasured, boundless, free, rolling as a mighty ocean in its fullness over me. Word, leaning homeward to thy glorious rest above. Now he might have been talking about oceans and travels and that sort of thing, but I think this fits uh, the royal law also. There's much more to Samuel's story that helps us understanding him a little bit better than just talking about sailing ships. And here's the story. As a child, Samuel enjoyed poetry. He also developed a passion for music, joining the church choir at the age of nine. But as a teenager, he struggled with spirituality, and when he moved to London to work, he knew things weren't right in his heart. One day, he later wrote, I was on my way home from work and had to cross the Hungerford Bridge on the south side of the Thames. During the winter's night of wind and rain and loneliness of that walk, I cried to God to have mercy on me. I stayed for a moment to look at the dark waters flowing under the bridge, and the temptation was whispered to me, make an end of all this misery. I drew back from the evil thought, and suddenly a message was born into my very soul. You do believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and I at once answered, I do believed, and I put my whole trust in Him as my Savior. I often talk about faith as acknowledging the reality. That's my one way of saying it. It's just acknowledging something that's already there. Samuel puts it in this way in the last two verses of his hymn. Oh, the deep, deep love of Jesus... His praise from shore to shore, how he loveth, ever loveth, changeth never, never more. How he watches O'er his loved ones Died to call them All his own How for them He intercedeth Watcheth o'er them From the throne O the deep, deep Love of Jesus Love of every Love the best Tis an ocean full of blessing. Tis a heaven giving rest. Oh, the deep, deep love of Jesus. Tis a heaven of hands to me. And he lifts me up to glory. For he lifts me up to thee. And um, so so this hymn talks about the deep, deep love of Jesus. I see that in the golden rule. I see that in the royal law. Um, and, and that's an important thing for us to remember as a guiding principle in our lives, or to kind of sum it all up. If God so loved us, how is it not possible for us to love others as he has first loved us? Or as St. John puts it, we love because he first loved us. Right. Makes sense?
0: Yes, sure does. Would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up today's segment?
1: Sure, let's do that. Lord, let us see your deep, deep love for us, and then teach us to love one another in the same way. For we pray in the name of Jesus, who gave his own life once for all. Amen.
0: Amen. What's our plan for next week, Doug?
1: Well, next week will be the day after Ash Wednesday. We're already in the season of Lent next week. Wow. Um, so we're going to begin the new season of the Christian year by looking at a hymn that uh, we probably would normally sing during Lent and that is When I Survey the Wondrous Cross.
0: Hmm. Sounds like a good program. Thanks so much good for being time. with us today and I look forward You're to You're welcome. And I look forward to next week as
1: well. Okay, stay stay safe and stay warm. Yeah, I'll try. You do the same.
0: We are okay, the Messenger KFUO Radio.